Do you know, I haven't got a title for this episode yet. Welcome to another Sunday rant anyway. I'm Ray. I'll have to think of a title. I don't even know what it's going to be about. I've had emails from you all suggesting this and that, but uh, I haven't <laughs> I haven't actually put anything together in my mind as to what I'm doing. But who cares? Doesn't matter, does it? We call it a working title. That'll do. This is episode... <laughs> episode working title. How are you all? Hope you're okay. It's now, well, by the time you'd be listening to this, it will be Sunday the whatever. I don't know. We're into February now. What day is it now? I Do you know, I listen to some of the episodes and I find myself always saying, what day is it now? I'm asking you what day it is. And Trisha bought me the dementia clock, as she calls it. It's a huge clock on the wall with the time, the date, the year, <laughs> the temperature, everything. And it's saying Thursday, the 2nd, so that's good. There we are. We At least I know what day it is now. I mustn't keep asking you. Do you remember I mentioned Sandra last Wednesday, and uh, she got married, so her sister did. She said she was pregnant, so her sister said she was pregnant. Well, I've heard from one or two of you, I won't mention names, because you've asked me not to, but apparently this isn't at all uncommon. There's a young lady here, I can call her a young lady, mustn't mention her name. She says that she had a similar experience. She got married, so her sister did, and as soon as she became pregnant, her sister said she was pregnant, and she wasn't. So I wonder how often this happens. Um, that's interesting, isn't it? I, some, Hang on, news flash. Here we go, news flash. What's happened now? That's not a very nice news flash i won't mention that one right so yes uh, there's also another young lady i don't know why i'm calling you all young la- ladies you might be old old la- well no you wouldn't be pregnant if you're old can i say that is that is that uh, anti-women or something <laughs> i do get confused i was talking to my mum on the phone this morning and she said i'm not watching the news anymore she always says that but then she does watch <laughs> she watches the news she said, I don't know what you call people. Is it him, her, they, it, that, them? I said, look, don't worry. It doesn't matter. I said, who do you see that you're going to be calling him, her, that, them, they, there, or whatever? And she said, oh, I suppose so. Yes, I know who the family are. Well, that's it. Don't worry about that. Now I forget what I was saying. You see, look, that's, that's put me off now. My mum's put me off. Oh, no, it was the news flash that put me off. So, yes, I mean, a lot of things when you get to our age... I mean, obviously, my mum's a lot older than me. It, things don't matter. She says, oh, what about the children? Well, they'll sort it out, won't they? The grandchildren? Yeah, they'll sort it out. As people have had to sort things out for generation after generation. OK, uh, Sandra. Yes, that was uh, not at all uncommon. Uh, it's, several of you have said, so I'm not going to read them all out because they're all more or less on the same line. Uh, where a sister or a rival sister or whoever is trying to compete. You know, whatever one does, then the other one has to do it, but do it better. So it's a shame. It, again, it's people, isn't it? It's people and the way they work. I think I've said before, I've never been a jealous person. If I see someone with a better car than me, I will then think, well, wow, that's a nice car. Oh, they've done well to get that. Excellent. I don't think, well, that's not fair. Why haven't I got one? (laughs) Because if I was like that, then I'd be jealous of everyone because a lot of people have got things that I would like and I can't have. 
So it doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't matter at the end of the day. Right, I was going to say, where are my notes? <laughs> I haven't got any notes. Isn't it awful? I'll tell you why I'm recording this one a little bit earlier than usual. What did I say? Where's my dementia clock? <laughs> I have to keep looking at the clock to see what day it is. Oh, dear. Now, where was I? Yes, this weekend there's something going on and the build-up to the weekend, so I've got to record this a little bit earlier than usual. I shall tell you all about the weekend next Wednesday, after the weekend, if you see what I mean. Right, so this is all about working title. <laughs> what is this about? Let's go back to interviewing people. I mentioned that a while ago, and Natalie, hello Natalie, she says... Why don't you interview people? You said you were going to and you haven't. <laughs> because no one will be interviewed. That's why, Natalie. I'm thinking, I know of a nurse, and I'm thinking about interviewing her. She's now retired, but when she started in nursing, I was going to say to her, what was it like? Did you have a, a matron on the ward? You know, the battle axe type matron that all the nurses were terrified of. And as soon as she came into the ward, they'd all stand to attention. Doctors are on his round in a minute. Make that bed. Who made that bed? That's not right. Empty that sluice thing or whatever. So I've got to try and persuade this person I know to come and sit next to me here in the highly technical studio. <laughs> and uh, I want to interview her. I've got to persuade her. I have put it to her, the idea, that is. Uh, and the response, what was the response? I can't remember what she said. Anyway, that's, that's an idea, uh, Natalie, that I am working on. No one has sent me photographs of cigarette cards. Do you remember I mentioned the, the website page, which was, what is it, uh, radio-workshop.co.uk, slash podcasts. Now, I know that uh, several of you have been to look at the page because you've mentioned it. Uh, there's a picture that I've put on there of the mermaid's purse, because a lot of you wonder what that was. But cigarette cards, there are loads of, you'll have to look on the internet, just look up cigarette cards, something like that, and you'll find them. Uh, but I can't find any pictures that I can use. I can't just steal them. Well, I could. I don't suppose anyone would bother. But anyway, there we are. So no one sent me any pictures of cigarette cards, which is a shame. Um, yeah, anyone else want to be interviewed? I mentioned it. Now, who did I mention? I said to Tricia, why don't you sit next to me and tell me about your school days? Because she's a bit younger than me. And she said, I can't do that. It's dreadful. <laughs> Her school, she was dreadful at school, apparently. And I said, well, that's fantastic. That's what people want to hear, how bad you were. But... <laughs> She said, no, it's not probably a good idea after all. Anyway, there we are. My school wasn't good, as I've told you before. I got the cane and things. But uh, Tricia didn't hate school. She liked school, unlike me. She liked it. It's just that she was a bit of a rebel. Let's put, that's a nice way of putting it, isn't it? She was a rebel. But I will... There goes a car. Cars going past. I don't know why our road's getting so busy. I suppose all roads are, aren't they? Have you seen that thing in the UK... I forget what they call it. They're putting huge wooden boxes in the, to block off roads and filling them with earth and plants and stuff. Huge wooden boxes. Is it Oxford? I think that they started off this pilot scheme in Oxford. I'm not sure what it's about. I think it's about traffic calm. What are these LTN things happening in London? Something traffic. 
I don't know what it stands for, oh, you'll know, that uh, the mayor chap, Sadiq Khan, he is doing this. Oh, that's right. This. Uh, oh, hang on, I've dropped my pen now. What is it? Um, you, Les? No, I, Les. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm not in London. It's low emission, ultra, right, ultra low emission zone. Yeah, U-L-E-Z, ultra low emission zone. You can only go in certain parts of London in your car if it's an electric car or ultra low emission or something. And he is extending the zone. And of course, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, how do I get to work? I've got a van, a diesel van or a petrol van. How do I get to work? And one MP said, well, go on the tube, you know, the underground, the train. And people are putting pictures all over social media of like a window cleaner with his ladder and his buckets and that, trying to get onto a tube train <laughs> and a, a painter and decorator. He's got buckets of paint and brushes and ladders and rollers. How does he get on a, a tube train? You can't, people like that, tradesmen, as I think they were calling them, can't all go to work on the train, on the tube. They do need their van. And of course, they can't afford an electric van. I don't know what's going I tell you what, I'm just glad I don't live in London. The closest I ever lived was uh, Sutton in Surrey. I was born in Carshorton, lived in Sutton. Then we moved down here. I used to visit cousins in London. I remember that. That was interesting because when I was a kid, London was, well, it was the big smoke. I'd heard about the uh, the pea supers and the, the smog and all this stuff. And London to me was some huge big city. Well, it is, but it was a frightening place to me when I was young. And when we used to go up and visit our cousins, they'd take me round to places. We went to the ice factory, which was round the corner from where they lived. I don't know which part of London they were in. And there was this huge factory place where they made ice. And I saw massive blocks of ice, you know, like, like big, like really big. <laughs> and I was amazed. And one thing I noticed, all the people there looked pale, very pale. And I thought that was probably because there was no sun in London. I thought the sun was only down here. I mean, bear in mind, I was, what, eight years old. I thought the sun only shone down here by the sea because whenever we popped up there to see them, it was either raining or dark, gloomy, overcast day. And the people all looked very, they looked ill to me. And I remember thinking, that's what you get for living in the middle of a city. You don't get fresh air. You don't get sunshine. You look ill. But of course, that's not the case at all, is it? I realise that as the years pass. So yes, you, you, Les, is it you, Les? Ultra low emission zone. So if you go to London, don't drive. Mind you, you can't go on the train because they're on strike. Oh, no, no, hang on. Who's on strike now? Firemen. Firemen are going on strike. Teachers are going on strike again. And as I've said many times, I'm a pensioner. Can't I go on strike? I want more money. Sorry if you can hear clicks and things. It's me messing about with my pen. Um, I must be quiet. Um, yes, what was I going to say? I used to love London in my teens, early 20s. I loved London. I used to drive up there in my car, take a couple of friends with me and, you know, we'd do this and that. It was great. So I wasn't frightened of it then. I was earlier. But uh, then, I mean, I wouldn't want to go up there now. I just, I don't know. It's it's different now, isn't it? I've been up there a couple of times. We went up to the Cenotaph. We had a look round. We saw Buckingham Palace and uh, Big Ben. Well, the Bell's Big Ben, isn't it? What is it? Elizabeth Tower, the actual sort of clock building. The bell is Big Ben. So, yeah, I have been there. When did we last go? I can't remember when it was. 
about three or four, no, maybe five years ago now, but I don't want to go again. Uh, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> I don't want to leave the house. So, yes, there we are. Um, these other things, this LTN was to do with traffic. See, in the old days, you know what I'm going to say, when I was a boy, we didn't have all these cars everywhere. I mean, they're producing like millions of cars a week. Well, perhaps not that many, but it seems like it. Everywhere you go, there are cars just parked all over the place. The roads are full of traffic. There's cars parked. So we do need some form of traffic calming. But I think to do this ULES thing, uh, it, obviously it's to, to keep the air clean, but I don't think that's helping people. It's not helping anyone, really, as far as, well, from what I've heard. I mean, don't quote me on that. Don't go telling that Sadiq Khan that, well, Ray says it doesn't work. <laughs> He'll probably come down here. I could interview him. I could say, what's all this ULES stuff about? But these, I must look up these LTN things. I'll tell you what I'll do. I don't know, something's dinging. I'll make a cup of coffee and find out what LTN means. Hang on a sec. I haven't made my coffee yet. I was looking up LTN. Low traffic neighbourhood. That's what it is. So what they do, it seems, from what I understand, if our road, for example, if we're going to have an LTN thing, low traffic neighbourhood, they put huge wooden boxes at the end of the road, each end of the road, a couple of big boxes full of earth, concrete, flowers, whatever, so you can't move them. And then our road will be a low-traffic neighbourhood because, car <laughs> because cars can't get in or out. Is that how it works? I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. But people in Oxford, apparently where this pilot scheme is, they're up in arms. And some people have been trying to move them or, or have successfully removed them. So I don't know. Anyway, at least we now know what LTN is. Low traffic neighbourhood. Well, that's what we had. Isn't it full circle again? I know this is a bit different, but all this about recycling. Oh, we must recycle this. We must recycle that. We did that in the 50s. When I bought a bottle of Tizer as a kid, I'd drink the Tizer, obviously, take the bottle back to the shop and he'd give me threepence, three old pennies. And he would then put them in the crates. The crates would be collected by the lorry and the lorry would take them back to the Tizer factory where they would be sterilised and filled with Tizer. That was recycling. We had all this back then. And as I've said before, we had electric buses, trolley buses, London, Croydon, outskirts, electric trolley buses. Great. No pollution, all that stuff. What do we do? Oh, we go to diesel. And now, oh, no, no, we need electric buses. Oh, everything goes full circle. One thing that hasn't, no, I better not mention, I will mention that. One thing that hasn't gone full circle are miniskirts. When they all faded out, we had miniskirts in the 60s and I was, of course, in my teens. So I, I did take notice, obviously. <laughs> I take notice now. No, I don't. So everyone said, oh, when they faded out, Everything goes full circle. They'll come back round. Well, I haven't seen them. Where, where are these mini skirts? I haven't seen them come back round. But no, seriously, a lot of things do, don't they? Old houses, you buy an old house, rip out the fireplaces. We don't want those old fireplaces. Rip those out, take them up the rubbish tip. A few years later, oh, we want a fireplace. So you have to either have a, a some sort of reconditioned thing that someone's reclaimed, done it up and charging hundreds of pounds for, or some replica 
dreadful <laughs> what is it retro replica dreadful thing that is meant to look a hundred years old but it looks like five years old if you're lucky i don't know so isn't it strange though everything well there's that saying what goes round comes round hey eh? what goes round comes round now i will make my coffee now i just had to look up ltn right hang on a second Right, I've got my coffee. Now, I've just had my mum on the phone. Why is everything so difficult these days? Go on, mum, what's difficult now? You know these online prescriptions? You, know, you order your, your bits and pieces online and they're, they're delivered to your door, like whether you want paracetamol or, I don't know, aspirin or Valium. I think <laughs> that's what we need, Valium. No, seriously, you do this order online. Well, one of her things she was just ordering and she accidentally deleted it from the list. So she now can't order it. And she was saying, why are things so difficult these days? Everything is so difficult. And I'd, I don't, I'd sort of agree with her. I didn't say that. She's right in a way. The thing is, as I said, in the old days, you know, you'd go to your doctor, walk down to the surgery. He'd give you the prescription. You pop into the chemist on your way home and pick up whatever it was. These days, it's meant to be easier. Now, we use this. Trish and I use this online ordering thing, and they bring it, you know, the postman, he brings it along at some stage. But you've got to order it in advance, otherwise you run out of tablets. That's what she was trying to do, order it in advance. Anyway, she'd gone and deleted one, <laughs> one of the items on her list, and now she can't get it back and she can't order it. So, I don't know. Many people on social media I have seen saying... I'm going back to the 1960s for a little while. What would you like me to bring you back from the 1960s? And people have said, oh, decent music and this and that and the other. I'm noticing this more and more on Facebook, Twitter, all these places. What are they called? Platforms. <laughs> In my day, a platform was a railway platform on the station. But now a platform seems to be somewhere you can shout from. So I don't know why more and more people... Is it because they're getting older? Well, we all want to go back to the 50s. We want to go back to the 60s. We don't like this. And I must admit, I'm the same. Is it because, I think, probably because people are living longer. So there are more old people than ever before. <laughs> is that right? I've got to be careful what I say. No, I think that's true. There are more old people now than ever before because we're all living longer. I suppose that's why. So there are more people thinking, well, I remember the 50s and the 60s. I mean, I remember walking down to the doctor. You'd go in there, no appointment. You'd go in there. Can I see Dr. So-and-so, Dr. Smith? And the receptionist would say, yep, give me a number, say 12. And I sit down and as you go into the surgery to see the doctor, you hang number 12 on the hook. So you wait it, oh look, number 10's gone in. Number 11 hangs there, one up. That my turn next when the buzzer goes. And I see the doctor, no appointment, just walk in there. But, and you know what I'm going to say again, don't you? Big difference. There were millions and millions less people then. Well, a lot of less people anyway. You couldn't have that now. You'd have a queue down the street, like half a mile down the street. I want to see the doctor. No appointment. I just want to go in and see the doctor. It wouldn't work, would it? It doesn't work at the dentist either. From what I see online, these platforms, <laughs> I've I've noticed that more and more people are saying it didn't used to be like this. It wasn't like this in my day. It it won't be, will it? There are more people. There are more cars. Things won't be the same. 
if you want to see a dentist in the old days, they were National Health Service dentists, so you didn't pay. But now there are so many people that want to see the dentist. All the dentists are saying, well, we're, we're going private. They want more money, so they go private. A lot of people now can't see the dentist. I don't know, it doesn't... It, it's not really rocket science, is it? It's not difficult to work out why there's nowhere to park in town. There's nowhere to park in town because A, they've taken the car parks away and B, there's too many cars, even if we did have car parks. It's not difficult to see why you can't just walk into your doctor's surgery anymore and see a doctor because there are millions more people than there were back then. So none of it's difficult to understand. What is difficult is... What do we do about it? I suppose we need more doctor's surgeries, more car parks, <laughs> more of everything. I don't know. There's a rule, isn't there? If you're going to build more than, is it five or 600 houses somewhere, like build a new estate, there's a certain figure that if you go over that, you then have to build a school and a doctor's surgery and a dentist place. You know, you have to have all the utility type things to go with the houses so uh, let's say it's 500 so what they're doing is they're building 499 houses <laughs> and leave one out so they don't have to do all the other bits uh, so I've heard again don't quote me on that what we didn't have in the old days well as far as I'm aware we didn't have all this disinformation fake news hoax news and stuff perhaps we did and we weren't aware of it I don't know but these days, whatever you read, especially on social media, I mean, half the time it's not true. I look at something and think, good grief, look at that stone, the crows, look what's happened. Then I read on someone else's uh, post or whatever it's called. That didn't happen at all. That's fake news. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where to get news from. As I said to my mum, don't watch the news. Don't watch it anymore. It's a waste of time. One thing I do miss from the old days is the woods. We had a lot of woods around here. It's all housing estates now. We had woods and fields. I know I bang on about this, but it's true. This isn't fake news. We had farms next to my school, which is now a massive housing estate. Next to my primary school, there was a cornfield. And at playtime, we'd watch the combine harvester. And we'd watch the, the field mice running out of the corn. They'd run into the playground through the, you know, like the little fence we had. We'd watch the field mice run out of the corn. There'd be rabbits hopping about as the, the old combine harvester was going along. That's all gone. It's all houses. Everything. I'm not going to keep on about ponds and lakes that have all gone. Well, actually, yes, I will. <laughs> I don't know. Let's change the subject because um, we don't want to rant about that every single time. It's just sad. Everywhere's concrete now. People have concreted over their front gardens. One thing I have been reading about is this, uh, was it astroturf plastic grass, you know, fake grass? Been hearing how bad that is because of drainage and insects, worms and stuff like that. Worms can't come up through it. They need to come out of the ground. Birds eat the worms. Birds are in decline. Everything's in decline wildlife-wise, which is a shame. We do try to attract things. We've got holes in fences for hedgehogs. Uh, I would let, as I said before, I would let the foxes in. We've got foxes, but they would eat my aerial cables. I think what I'll have to do this spring 
is get all my cables off the ground because they run through the bushes along the back of the border. Get them off the ground or put them in a pipe or something because we've also got the electric pump in the pond. Now there's a, a mains cable going to that, uh, a rubber cable which is carrying, what, 240 volts, 230 volts. If a fox chews through that, it'll probably kill him. So that I'll have to put in a pipe. I would like the foxes in the garden. I know some people don't want them. I saw some video the other day of this lady. She had not only a fox in her garden, but a badger. Fantastic. A badger and a fox, both milling around in the garden, sniffing around, looking for something to eat. So we do our best to, to keep the wildlife going as much as we can, although we are right in this, well, not quite right in the centre of town. We are out of the town a little bit, which is nice. It was nice to see the jays. I like jays. They're, they're lovely birds. And the, the smaller birds, the, the cold tits, the great tits, and all the other bits and pieces, the sparrows and stuff. It's nice to see them in the garden. And the squirrels, of course. I mean, all they do is dig holes everywhere. But that's what they do. So I don't frighten them off. I feed them, give them monkey nuts, and they dig up the lawn and bury them. Then a few days later, they dig them up and eat them. <laughs> Happy days. Something else perhaps someone can help me with. Photograph of jacks. Do you remember the kids' game jacks? They were a little metal thing, like two crosses, kind of welded together. And they had, what, one, two, three, four, five, six ends, I suppose, the two crosses together. And you had, I don't know, five or six of these and a little rubber ball. And I never was quite sure how to play the game. What we used to do was throw them up in the air, then try and see how many you could get to land on the back of your hand. So they go up in the air, you turn your hand over and see how many would land on the back. I'm not sure what the rubber ball was for, but again, I can't find any pictures of jacks to show people on the, on the web page. That would be interesting because I've tried to describe them. In fact, I have said, just put in uh, Google or wherever, put in jacks kids games and they should come up you'll see what they are little metal or plastic things now that's another thing isn't it plastic people say oh you, you lot didn't care the older generation when you were young you didn't care but well, we did had we had nothing to care about as far as plastic was concerned because we had glass bottles we had uh, paper straws with the you know, waxed type paper straws we didn't have all this plastic stuff everywhere so uh, again, I went down to the beach, as I told you. And, you know, the only plastic I found was one plastic bottle, which I put in the bin. That is all I found. I said to Tricia, look for plastic. Let's see what we can find. There wasn't any, which is really good news. And there's not any of the old stuff I used to find. Fishing nets and bits of nylon rope and things from fishing boats. None of that at all, which is really good. So... I, I suppose we are getting somewhere on that front. Something else I've been reading about on social media recently is uh, the amount of food wastage, you know, tons and tons of food just go in the bin every every year. Now, again, back in our day, you see, we didn't have sell-by dates in the 50s, the 60s. I don't know when this started to come in, but you'd buy something and you would know whether it was edible or not after, say, a week because if it's a vegetable, something like a cabbage, it would stink. So you just think, right, if it stinks, I'm not going to eat it <laughs> because it's decaying. And things like milk. Well, you knew the milk was off. 
because it would all go and it'd have dots in it, wouldn't it? And go, what is the word curdle or something? It would go dreadful and stink. <laughs> so you knew cheese. Now, we didn't throw cheese away if it had a bit of mould on it. You cut the mould off, you know, the sort of furry penicillin type mould, cut that off and eat the cheese, the rest of it. I think these sell-by dates are more to protect the, the food suppliers and producers. So if you eat it and get ill, they say, oh, well, you went past the sell-by date. There's nothing wrong with it past the date. So I don't know. I think that's something else that uh, contributes to the wastage of, of food. Certainly from what I've heard anyway. We didn't throw anything away in the old days. I don't remember my mum chucking decent food in the bin. And even if something like, well, say carrots, if they've gone a little bit soft, you know how they go soft when they're getting on a bit, then, well, you cut them up and chuck them into a stew or whatever, something like that. Didn't put them in the bin again. So I don't know. I think a lot of people have been perhaps spoilt is that the right word, spoiled? Like, oh, yeah, we, you buy all your food from the supermarket and it's supposed to be all fresh and everything. And after a day or two, oh, that's gone off. Oh, I can't eat that. It's past its date, which is all silly. So it ends up in the bin, which is a, a great shame. I do understand why, well, not only other people, me, I, why you say, I'd like to go back to the old days. Things were so much better in so many ways. I think as a kid, I know there's all the computers now and mobile phones and what are these things, Xboxes? I don't know what Xboxes do. Do you know what they do? I don't know what they do, <laughs> but they're, they're popular. Everyone's got an Xbox, apparently. Whereas in our day, we didn't have all this stuff. And I think it was better. But hasn't every generation said this? Hasn't every person of my age going back over the hundreds of years, haven't they all said the same thing? Oh, when I was a boy, it was better in my day. It wasn't like this when I was young. <laughs> so, yes, again, what goes round comes round, I suppose. What will they be saying in, like they say, the kids that are now being born today? What will they be saying in 70-odd years' time? Well, oh, when I was a boy, when I was a girl. Oh, no, they probably won't say that, will they? When I was a young human, <laughs> they, they won't be able to say boy or girl. Oh, don't. I don't know. It would be interesting, though, to find out. Uh, unfortunately, we can't. Would I want to come back 70 years from now in the future? I don't think so. I really don't think so. Just had an email from Richard. Hello, Richard. Nice to hear from you. Just this minute ago it arrived and he says, you're always on about pubs, am I? I am actually, you're right. When I said earlier we'd never been to, or we can't remember when we last went to a pub, we do go up to our club, of course. So I wasn't counting that. I can't remember when we last went to a pub, an ordinary pub. But as Richard says, his local pubs, I, you haven't said where you are, Richard, but apparently his local pubs are now restaurants, which ours are, Richard. They've either closed down and they're now blocks of flats or they're restaurants. We don't have, I can't think of it, or perhaps there's one traditional, no, maybe two traditional pubs left out of, well, we had dozens here in my town. We had dozens of pubs. And Richard is saying in his email here that uh, most of their pubs have closed down. Where are you, Richard? Email me again and tell me where you are. Most have closed down. And what is left, the pubs left, are just food places, as he's put it. They're food places. I noticed this. I went to over to Shoreham and had a meal, lunch, had lunch 
with Trish, the, uh, what was it, a week or two ago, and huge pub there, lovely pub, but basically it's one massive restaurant. There's, well, there is a bar, but not the sort of bar whereas in the old days you'd have people standing there, sitting on bar stools, chatting, drinking. That's not like that. You sit down, waiter comes over, can I get you anything to drink? It's a restaurant, basically, it's not a pub. In fact, I don't think they call it a pub anymore. <laughs> it is a shame. Pubs are closing. As I said, is it Weatherspoons, JD Weatherspoons, which is a big pub chain in the UK? Uh, did I tell you last week, 39 of them are, are being sold, apparently. 39 of the pubs are being sold. So I don't know what's going on there, but uh, it is it is a great shame. I honestly can't remember. We were trying to think, when did we last go to the, an ordinary pub? We can't remember. Certainly not this year, anyway. Oh, just looking through Rich's email. Yeah, he also mentions mattresses. You remember the advert? He says, you're always on about the advert for the mattresses. He said, it drives us round the bend. So <laughs> he said, we turn the volume off, you know, mute the thing, turn it down or turn it off whenever the mattress advert comes on. I don't know why. They're three minutes, Richard. They're three minutes long, the adverts for those mattresses. I don't know why they have to go on and on. I saw the other day, the chap said, you get a, a free pillow worth whatever with the mattress. And he said that three times, three separate occasions. They show the same bit of video three times. It's crazy. And more and more adverts are doing this. In the old days, adverts were, what, 15, 20 seconds. Some were 30 seconds. And some, if they could afford it, were up to a minute but these are three minutes, and I'm sure some of the adverts are more. We were watching telly last night, and the adverts came on. Honestly, we could have had time to cook dinner, eat dinner, clear it all away, before the programme started again. I've said before, as Richard is saying, he forgets what the programme is about. I do, Richard. I've said this before. I'm watching a programme. The adverts are on for so long, I forget what it is I'm watching. It's, I don't know, I don't understand what's gone on there. It's disaster. Now, Richard doesn't mention this. I know I have before, the shouting. Why do they shout? Stone the crows, doesn't it? Get up your, what's the word? Oh, no, nose, up your nose. <laughs> I don't know. But they shout. I just cannot stand it. I just don't, I don't like loud people at the best of times. And I certainly don't like people that shout. But so many of the adverts now, they just shout. I suppose it it sells products. It must sell products. Because they wouldn't have people shouting if it if it didn't work. If everyone's thinking, well, I'm not buying that. Not from him shouting at me like that. I won't buy the product. People must buy the product. I don't know. I still haven't got any notes. I was going to make some notes. Oh, I, I, did I mention? Yes, I have made a note. You know, I was on about sell-by dates earlier. I, I was a bit misleading there, I think. I meant con a consume buy. The sell by date is when the shop must sell it and then use buy or consume by date. That is the one that I think majority of people these days just ignore it from what I've read anyway. If it says consume by the 22nd and it's the 24th, well, have a look at it. Does it look all right? <laughs> Does it smell all right? <laughs> Taste a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. I'll eat that. So I, I think, as I said, I think it's so they, they, they cover their own backs 
You know, oh, well, you, when did you eat that? Oh, the 24th. Well, it was two days out. That's why you're ill. <laughs> you can't sue us because you you went over the... T- I don't know. You went over the time. Isn't it awful? Is the audio too high, the audio level? Thanks for all your comments, by the way, about that. Several of you messaged me and said the audio is great. One or two agreed that it's slightly loud. Um, my end, I mean, you can turn it down, but it still distorts if it's too loud. Anyway, don't go on about that. What have I written here? Breeze from the West. Oh, that was earlier, wasn't it? Oh, there's now quite a wind, actually. I'm just leaning over to have a look. Quite a wind from the West now. Yeah, there we are. Well, I've got round to a couple of jobs that I should have done towards the end of last year. And that is with some Gorilla Glue. That's good stuff. Have you ever used it? Repairing a pair of Trisha's boots and a pair of shoes. Well, the soles begin to come off, you know. Bit of Gorilla Glue on there. Good grief. That's it. They're repaired for life. They'll never come apart. Well, they will somewhere else, but not there again. They've been hanging around, as I say, since it must be October last year, at least. And anyway, I've got round to that job. I did have a list of jobs, didn't I? Do you remember? I don't know where that's gone. I've still got the shed roofs to fix. They leak. They're getting worse. They're leaking badly now. Or one of them is. Now, this is something else I'm banging on about recently. I want to get out into the garden and start on all these jobs that I've got to do. But it's cold. Well, it's not so cold now. It's either cold or it's damp. In fact, I'm just looking out of the window now. It's raining. Oh, can you believe it? It's raining. <laughs> it's not meant to rain. That's the weather forecast, though, you see. It's all lies. It's all lies. Going back to interviewing people, um, I haven't got anyone to interview. I've been asking people, as I said, how about MP3 recording? Look, no one sent me a recording, apart from the, the couple that did. So are there any nurses out there? If so, do a little recording. If you're old, can I say that? <laughs> If you're really old and decrepit and on your last legs, then can you do a recording for me? No, seriously, send me a little recording what it was like. Or a doctor. Are you a doctor? Or were you a doctor? That would be interesting. In fact, any of these professions. Um, school teacher. What was school teaching like in your... I know what it was like. I was there. You tell me from your side. I was the pupil or the victim in my school and you were the teacher. <laughs> what was it like? Just do a little recording. If you can't record or don't want your voice spread all around the world, email me or message me or something. Raysrants at protonmail.com. Love to hear from you. Oh, yes, talking of... I have got notes, actually, on this other bit of paper I've just found here. See, I'm not organised. I'm going to get a proper book, like an exercise book, and list things messages, emails from people and what they say and just list them so I can then go through them and tick them off. What was I going to say? Robin. Yeah, hello, Robin. He said, all these things you get from people, do you make them up? What he means by things I get from people are emails and messages. Well, no, I don't make them up, Robin, no. Because it's written here, look. No, seriously, I do get the messages and the emails. I don't make them up. That would be pointless, wouldn't it? (laughs) It's like saying, right, um... Erica from uh, Kent has emailed me and said, you're absolutely fantastic at your podcast. Oh, thank you, Erica. <laughs> That's very nice of you to say so. And I'm going to send you £500 donation. Oh, Erica, that is really nice. No, that's made up, obviously. Or is it? <laughs> we shall never know. 
Oh, by the way, I was going through all the old episodes the other day, just seeing how many there were and what they were all about. And I realised that this, is it, yeah, this July, it'll be four years of weekly and, uh, well, two, aren't there? There's the, the midweek message every Wednesday, the main podcast every Sunday. Four years worth. How about that? July 19. That's it, July 2019 I started. I did have a little gap. Do you remember the older listeners, not older, the long-term listeners, not old, I'm calling you old again, listen. You'll remember that I had a little break, didn't I? When was that? Was that last year or the year before? I had a little break. It was all getting too much. There's so much going on. And it seemed that whenever I started to record, the phone would go, the doorbell would go, something would happen, a dust cart out in the street. Do you remember the dust carts? I don't hear those anymore. Now that's odd. Are they on strike? I don't know. The, the bin's empty. They must have been round. Perhaps I've changed the timing. I think I have. I try to do the recording now early morning if I can, before people are up and about and banging on my door and ringing bells and phoning me. <laughs> but yeah, apart from that little break, four years this July. So that's good, isn't it? No, it's not. You're saying it's rubbish. A friend of mine the other day asked me whether I keep a diary. I don't. Do you keep a diary? When I was young, I did. When I was a child, I sort of kept a diary. Well, it wasn't a proper diary. I just wrote a few things. You know, went to the woods. That's all that was ever in my diary. Went to the woods, got my pocket money, went to the chip shop, <laughs> went to the sweet shop. That was it. <laughs> went to school, angry face. So do you keep a diary? That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? If you do, tell me. Let me know. You could even do an MP3. No, you won't, will you? You won't do an MP3 recording, will you? If you don't know how to do a recording, what I used to do on my phone before I knew how to do a sort of audio recording, i do a video recording. Just put your hand over the camera so you're not actually seeing anything. And then that way I had an audio recording, although it was video. It was, what was it, MP4? or something, whatever videos are. So you could do a video recording of your hand over the camera, <laughs> but not over the microphone, and you could talk to me that way. It's just a thought anyway, because I know how many people have said they love these the, the people that have sent in the recordings. The chap from Shetland Islands, the chap from America, with his mum doing the soldering back in the water, the soldering, as they call it over there, across the pond. I'm just going to have another look at my bit of paper here because I've got all sorts of stuff written here. What have I got here? Diary. Oh, I've mentioned that already. Diary. Anyway, there we are. Are we coming to the end? Look, it's nearly three quarters of an hour. I'm not looking forward to this weekend. I haven't told you where I'm going. Those of you that know me of old will have guessed where I'm going. It's that time of year. Come on then, who can guess? Email me, raiserants at protonmail.com. You know where I'm going, don't you? You know what's happening this weekend. Yes, <laughs> I shall tell you all about it when I get back. And I will not be, while I'm there, I will not be at home to Mr Happy. I ordered a little micro SD card, you know, the little card thing you stick into cameras and whatever. I ordered one nine days ago. And it was supposed to turn up by today when it hasn't. And it hasn't eaten. Well, it's been dispatched, but the courier or whoever hasn't received it. And it's coming from London. London is 50 miles to the north of where I am. It's not to the south because that's the sea. So it's 50 miles 
to post a little micro SD card. Why not put it in an envelope and post it? First class, charge me, I don't mind. It hasn't turned up. Yeah, what's the point? Luckily, it's not urgent. It's just that it's uh, nine days. It's in, I shouldn't have ordered it from there. I should have gone to somewhere else and got it a little bit quicker. And uh, Nine days to post a tiny little thing. It's smaller than a postage stamp, isn't it? But you see, we're spoilt, aren't we? We expect things the next day. Order it today. I want it by tomorrow. If it doesn't turn up, well, what's happened there? It's a oh, big problem. Whereas the old days, the good old days... As I've said before, you've got to write out your, your cheque or your postal order. You've got to post it off. If it's a cheque, it has to clear. Was it three or four days for the cheque to clear? Then they have to post it back. Oh, and all this nonsense. So nine days in comparison with the old days wasn't too bad. But these days, I want, if I order it now, say it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Well, I want it by 11. <laughs> if you can't do that, there's something wrong with your company. I think we are spoilt or have been spoilt. And when something like this does take a little while, then we're all up in arms about it. I'm not up in arms. It's just that every day, oh, look, there's the postman. Well, not every day, because he's on strike sometimes. Oh, look, there's the postman. Has my card turned up? No, no, no. OK, for fear of becoming boring, I shall end it here. Thanks for listening. It's been great talking to you. Where are we? Three quarters of an hour, a little bit short but I've got to prepare for this coming weekend. It's not so much that I'm going away. It's something's happening. I'll tell you all about it next week. Oh, dear. In the meantime, keep your eye on the weather. Now, we did have rain. No, hang on. No, the sun's out. Blue sky and sunshine again. Can't keep up with this. This is why us Brits talk about the weather all the time. You look out of the window. Oh, it's raining. Five minutes goes by. You look again. No, oh, hang on a minute heat wave oh no hang on it's snowing <laughs> that's why i think we are obsessed with the weather because you don't know what it's doing from minute to minute one minute to the next it's crazy just out of interest i thought i'd have a look at the weather here we are met office weather warning devastating 80 mile an hour wind set to batter uk as brits urged to stay indoors here's another one Icelandic storm to ravage UK in hours. This was one hour ago. With weather warning for power cuts and 80 mile an hour winds. Stone the crows. Do you think the ice age was coming the way they all carry on? What's this? Freezing fog warning across much of England as conditions trigger air pollution alert for London. I mean, this is all rubbish, isn't it? I don't, who puts this on? Oh, they say Met Office on some of them. I think it's all nonsense. We have this in the summer, blistering heat wave, barbecue summer on the way, and it rains all summer through. <laughs> Beast from the east, ice age returning to UK, and we have the mildest winter on record. God dear. On that note, I shall say goodbye. Thanks for listening. Email me, don't forget, raiserants at protonmail.com. Look after yourselves. I was going to say keep warm. Well, keep warm if the beast from the east Siberian type weather comes across or the winds and gales how are you doing down in the southern hemisphere down in Australia sitting on the beach listening to this swigging a lager I bet <laughs> happy days look after yourselves I will see you on Wednesday with my dreadful story of the weekend oh dear take care bye bye for now <laughs>